This is Financially Free with Wellington Adams, featuring Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Barron and Simon provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Financially Free with Wellington Adams with your hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. If at any point during the show you'd like a little bit more information, please give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. And while you're at the website, head on over to the radio page. We have a bunch of our past shows on there, and we also subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. The title of today's show is called, Is Your Retirement Prepared for a Bear Market? Um, you know, we've been going through quite a nice bull market right now, so we want to talk about the flip side of it. But before we get into it, I'd like to welcome to our show our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you, Tony? I am doing great today, Baron. Thanks for asking. I just had a great week, uh, just been enjoying life, uh, keeping busy, though, at the same time. How about you? What's going on over there? Have you been uh, meeting with a lot of uh, clients and other folks? Yeah, just another busy week here at Wellington Adams. Um, We actually uh, just uh, did a uh, seminar about Social Security maximization um, in Mechanicsburg. So we're actually uh, looking forward to sitting down and meeting with a bunch of new clients who wanted to kind of uh, get that report from us and go over some of their retirement planning. So looking forward to sitting down and meeting with some new clients. Hey, that sounds great. Uh, Now, Simon... Uh, have you been staying out of trouble? That's a loaded yes, question. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course. On the radio, I'm going to say yes, sir. <laughs> I've been staying out of trouble. Good. As you say, another day, another dollar, or in our client's case, we're just stacking dollars on dollars on dollars. All right. That's awesome. Well, I know you guys have helped so many people out there, especially in our community and the surrounding communities uh, with their finances and getting that written plan in place. And today we're talking about the markets, right? Uh, I always find this subject fascinating. Yeah, Tony, I mean, we've been riding the bull market for quite some time now. And obviously, we'd love for it to continue. But we need to be prepared for when the ride comes to an end. The market goes up and the market goes down. And it's always a wise idea to just have a plan put in place to account for what the market may bring us in the near future. Right. And explain to our listeners, Baron, exactly what a bear market is. Uh, So we're all on the same page. Well, Tony, as defined by Investopedia.com, a bear market is a condition in which securities prices fall and widespread pessimism causes the stock market's downward spiral. Um, Although figures can vary, you know, a downturn typically of 20% or more over a two-month period of time is typically considered an entry into a bear market. 
Uh, take, for example, Monday, October 19th. Uh, people probably remember that as called Black Monday. By the end of the trading session on that day, the stock market plummeted about 22.5% in one day. Oh. It was the largest single trading session fall in history, even larger than the stock market crash of 1929. It actually took the market two years to recover just to the level it was before that day in 1987. You know, analysts aren't right now expecting any kind of a repeat of Black Monday. Um, you know, so I want to make sure that people don't begin to start panicking. But, you know, it's important to keep those events in the back of your mind, especially when markets are performing well. You know, we don't want to be caught, quote unquote, with our pants down and not have any kind of plan put in place to protect ourselves for when the market does go the other direction. Right. Uh, that's huge. And tell us why this is so important. Well, it's important to remember that bear markets are just a normal part of investing. According to a CNBC article, eight things you need to know about bear markets. From 1900 through 2013, there were 32 bear markets, or it averages out to about one every three and a half years. In addition, the market recovered in an average of 10 months after a correction. Most recently, as you know, most of us probably painfully remember, we experienced a severe bear market for a period of 17 months in a row between October of 2007 and March 2009. You know, that was a very, very difficult time for many people who saw their portfolio values drop a significant amount over that year and a half. I mean, can you imagine how frightening it was for people who either just retired or were about to retire. I mean, many people either had to go back to work or at least delay their retirement plans. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was bad. They called it the Great Recession, and uh, it was not good. Um, but Simon, what exactly leads to a bear market? What causes bear markets then? Well, that's a good question, Tony. You know, dips in the market can have very different causes. So I'll walk through a few of them with you. You know, first off, economic geopolitical factors can weigh heavily on the market's performance. What that means is things like international policy, regime changes, political violence, unexpected election results, or even war in some cases can make investors nervous. Um, when we look at bear market causes from an economic standpoint, there are many economic slowdowns that usher in bear markets. In its bear market entry, Investopedia uh, notes that the signs of an economic slowdown include low employment, shrinking disposable income, weak productivity, and a drop in business profits. And it's notable that right now we don't have any of those issues currently, but as Baron mentioned, we don't want to panic people. We just want to remind them of what to look out for and what to be prepared for. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, the bull market has been going on for quite some time. Everybody's wondering... Uh, when that bear market is going to hit. So you do have to look for some indicators, I suppose. What other factors can fuel a, a turn toward a bear market? Well, Tony, a market correction can easily transform into a bear market due to prolonged periods of investor uncertainty. There are a few things that investors, businesses, and markets in turn like less than uncertainty. Bear markets can also develop when the market isn't able to support stock prices, like when the tech bubble burst back in the early 2000s. Investor confidence itself has 
a large influence on markets, and things like economic and political climates can greatly influence their confidence. You know, in fact, according to December 2018 CNN article, uh, investors are hypersensitive to politics. A survey of 1,000 investors, 40% felt that politics extremely or very important in their decision-making, and 70% of those investors admitted that news headlines regularly influence their investment decisions. And it's funny thing there is that some, in some regards, those are examples are linked, as we just talked about those two thing, factors, but disprove themselves historically. During the last election cycle, one of our portfolio managers, Gradient Investments, sent out a research report that noted that something like 78% of election years are positive years in the market. Why is that? Because of the certainty versus uncertainty. You know, half the population comes in thinking that one party is going to get in and it's the opposite party that they're supporting. And they kind of panic and say, well, it's going to be terrible for the markets and the economy while the other half is supporting them and think it's going to be great. And in the end, really what matters is it's just that that certainty versus uncertainty factor. Tony is a big influencer, regardless of what the politics are oftentimes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, things like obviously, you know, recent news. Uh, trade deficits and trade war talks with the Chinese, uh, that has affected markets. So yeah. uh, a lot of different political uh, factors can come into play here. It seems there's no shortage of things that can feed a bear market, right? That's right, Tony. And your retirement's important. You know, your financial well-being shouldn't be at the mercy of inherently volatile markets influenced by silly little factors like headlines. You know, if you work with an investor that you have confidence in, you should build a sound financial strategy to weather the storms and stick with it. Eliminate the emotions uh, that can be influenced by those headlines and the bad times, and you'll do well over the long run. Yeah, good advice. Now, our time is just about up for this segment. Is there anything else you want to share before we take a quick commercial break? Well, Tony, we just want to thank the listeners for tuning in today. I let them know that they can get a hold of us online at wellingtonadams.com or via the phone at 855-793-2409. A lot of what we talk about today is based on uh, navigating some of these uncertainties, and we'd encourage the uh, listeners that don't have a plan or don't have an idea of how to kind of navigate those ups and downs well to give us a call. Reach out to us uh, through that phone number there or online. We'll sit down with you, help you outline a strategy and plan to be successful through the ups and the downs. All right. And listeners stay tuned. We're going to be right back to continue this discussion here on financially free radio with our hosts, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory by visiting wellingtonadams.com or by calling us at 855-793-2409. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Free with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Again, if at any point you'd like some more information on what you're hearing about the show, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Today, we've been talking about preparing your retirement for bear markets. Um, In the first segment, we detailed some of the things that can contribute to bear markets. 
Now we're going to analyze the um, different stages of a bear market. Well, that's interesting, Baron, because uh, a bear market having different stages is something I really hadn't thought much about before. So what's the first stage? Well, Tony, Investopedia.com um, notes that the first stage is usually characterized by um, high prices, strong investor sentiment, things of that nature. Uh, investor sentiment is just the overall attitude toward a particular market. Um, this phase ends when investors leave the market and then they begin to start taking their profits with them. You know, when that happens, the money starts leaving the market. What it does is it triggers the bear market second stage. As stock, uh, as stock prices, I'm going to have them redo that. As stock prices fall, um, trading begins to slow and then corporate profits begin to shrink. Also, previously positive economic indicators will start beginning to trend downward. And when these factors combine all together, some investors start becoming uneasy and then some also even start to panic. And that action is defined as capitulation. Capitulation is also called panic selling. Interesting. Uh, that's our 25 cent word right there, capitulation. So uh, panic selling uh, does not sound good. The image that comes to my mind in the old movies, uh, when you think of a sell-off, I picture panic brokers waving papers, yelling "sell, sell, sell!" Right? Yeah, Wall Street, Wall Street, and Charlie Sheen. Right? Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah. Or, or trading places with, uh, with uh, Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's okay, a good. Now you one. guys are now you guys are dating yourself. Here. I know. <laughs> uh, yes, Hollywood often uses those types of imagery, you know, to show that panic selling and kind of depict. Uh, you know, the, how that panic selling leads to the bear markets in that third stage as we're relating it here. And in that stage, we see speculators who are willing to take on risk with the hopes of profiting when the stock rebounds. Speculators will often have a much shorter investment time frame than traditional investors. And as speculators start investing in the market, some prices and trading activity will start to pick back up and increase. In a bear market's final stage, stock prices slowly drop. These lower prices eventually bring investors back in, thus having uh, paved the way towards what the next stage of that uh, pickup will be into the next bull market cycle. So a bear market then is a bit like a market correction. Uh, what are some of the differences between a bear market and a correction? Yeah, Tony, you know, correction's not a bear market and a bear market's not a correction, though they do share some common traits. Most notable difference is that the time frame and the amount of the decline. You know, corrections are much shorter in the amount of time that they take to adjust from top to bottom and then back up to where they started. And the amount of the decline is less dramatic as well. You know, 10% is a common correction uh, point. Occasionally, 15% is a correction marker uh, that happens less often. But those 20% plus uh, declines that last two and three months are longer. Uh, that we come across in the bear markets is that's what that's the difference with the bear market if you remember us referencing that back in the first section and both of these provide investors opportunity to take advantage of the markets uh, lower prices investments being temporarily down but it's often hard to know when to get back into that market when it's at a low point and to make that tough emotional decision so that's where a good advisor will help you outline a strategy or a plan 
to know how and when to take advantage of the opportunities and more clearly make themselves uh, an opportunity there that you can take advantage of through your retirement years and your investment savings. Yeah, and the market is currently experiencing an extended bull market, right, Baron? Yeah, Tony, that's right. Um, that we're currently experiencing a significant bull market. I mean, we really basically have the longest one in history. It would just be viewed as as almost irresponsible to just think that it's going to continue forever. You know, we had a period of time last quarter of 2018 where it looked like perhaps we were headed to a bear market. Um, you know, if you remember in when October hit, we had a high of September, the end of September, and then October the market started kind of pulling back, and then obviously December was one of the worst December's we've had on record. Um, but you know, thus far in 2019, we've really had a great start to the year. Um, for example, January I think was the best start of the year since in three decades, since like 1987. So the market really could continue to trend upward for a while. But all we're trying to say is, is don't be surprised if it's sooner rather than later. Um, you know, the market at some point is going to come back to earth. At times like this, it's going to be really important, you know, more important than ever to just remain committed to your overall investment strategy. We try to tell our clients all the time that you can't let the emotions get in the way, especially when the volatility meter starts ramping up. Um, it's also really important to continue focusing on the medium to long term, not just what other investors are doing this week, this month, or even this quarter. Don't forget, you know, the TV shows are trying to get ratings and they often just talk about short term. If they were talking about long term planning, you know, that's kind of boring. That's not as exciting as that short term daily swings of the market. And obviously, you know, if we're talking long term and it's kind of boring, that's not exactly good for ratings. So you really have to be understanding what those TV shows are trying to sell. They're trying to sell the ratings. They're trying to sell the 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 excitement of what's going on with the market. Right. So what you're saying is we should avoid that short time frame that you mentioned earlier that speculators often use, right? Right. Simon mentioned before, you know, that's exactly right. Speculators, they're just looking at a very short term horizon. They obviously want to get it in at a low point and then sell quickly when the market turns in their favor. But it can be very dangerous for either an inexperienced investor or someone who doesn't really, you know, uh, isn't considered a day trader to just start trying to chase those same returns that an experienced speculator is seeking. With the stock market success recently, it's important to remember, though, that there is going to be bad times in the future because it's, you know, it's an ebb and flow. There's going to be an ebb and flow between good times and bad times. And that's typically just how the market has always worked. You, you, that's since its inception, you're going to have those times. The price that we pay for the long term growth in the market is the short term volatility. We like to encourage retirees who have worries about what bear markets can do to their retirement savings to just revisit their asset allocations as well as their risk tolerance because really both can shift when significant life events occur or when their lifestyle changes. Yeah, good point. And Simon, how does this impact investors? Well, Tony, you know, if you're not properly allocated in market corrections or a bear market hit, if you're invested more aggressively than it's prudent, you're going to have a greater exposure to the market downturn when it begins. And obviously that's going to influence you emotionally and cause you to react probably in the not the best fashion. 
this is when it's an advantage for someone to manage your money for you and to have an advisor that's going to help coach you through that situation. At Wellington Adams, our clients take advantage of the color of money risk analysis there, which helps them allocate properly to the amount of risk that they're comfortable with to help guide them through those ups and downs and not expose them to a risk that they're going to be uncomfortable with and cause them to make poor uh, financial decisions when these corrections and uh, bear markets come about. Talking about what happens when there's a bear market and being ready if uh, we have another 2008-2009 situation with a big recession and things have been going really well uh, economically and, you know, that bull market, we're still basically riding on that. But uh, political factors, as you guys mentioned, do creep in. You know, the trade wars can affect it. Uh, you never know what's going to uh, cause it. Uh, there are many factors that you mentioned that can cause it. Uh, and asset allocation is, is a big part of that. I know we've talked a lot about the color of money and risk in the past, but Baron, uh, risk and asset allocation are a big way uh, it, to manage that risk that you help your clients uh, get into a situation where uh, they don't have to uh, worry about a bear market uh, tripping up all their retirement and income savings plans, right? That's right, Tony. And then when we sit down with a client, you know, we're going to look at what kind of investment holdings they have and just kind of see if they're in line with their risk tolerances and their objectives, especially, you know, when these life events come about. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we do talk a lot about that color of money report. Um, you know, we, what it does basically is it's going to show us what you're comfortable with in regards to risk and how we should allocate those monies. We want to begin analyzing how your savings and your, and your investments currently are allocated. And from there, we can make sure that the assets are going to be properly aligned with the risk tolerance. Yeah, and that's huge, obviously. So when you first meet with somebody, uh, this is one of the first things you do, right, Baron? I mean, you, you guys talk to them about where they're at with their risk, and everybody's personal risk tolerance is different, correct? Yeah, you're right there, Tony. The uh, As you mentioned, you know, this is a key aspect when it comes to all investing. And a lot of people are familiar with asset allocation and saying, you know, how much risk do I want? How much stock and bond mix? But oftentimes, depending on who you're working with, sometimes it's kind of a limited outlook that they have. You know, if you're with the broker, it might just be stocks versus bonds. If you're with an insurance person, it might be how much do we stuff into a fixed annuity? The reality is that there's pros and cons to everything out there, but really what we're talking about is overall asset allocation to help you manage through the ups and downs of the market, right? Whether it's the bear market cycles or just a short correction, what we wanna do is keep your emotions in check. Make sure that the client feels comfortable when they're going through those different scenarios. And nobody's ever happy. I was just talking to somebody last week, you know, Nobody's ever going to say during a market correction, hey, great, I really like this. Thanks, guys. Your plan was awesome, and I'm, I'm really thrilled to be going through this correction or this bear market. <laughs> That's certainly not going to happen, but what we want to do is have them understand that through that down cycle in the market, regardless of all the headline news that's out there, have them understand and have a peace of mind that even while some of the accounts are down, that there's other factors there to help preserve and protect some of their assets. And that most importantly, if they're getting close to retirement or they're in retirement, that their income's protected. And there's a place that they can safely draw from through these declines to get them their income that they need. And in this market decline or correction is not going to negatively impact their income or their retirement or their lifestyle moving forward. And that's really the key that these tools like the color of money are helping us outline and work with a client to develop a good strategy there. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that that makes sense. So I know you have a lot of tools and resources you use to help uh, people do that. And obviously, the color of money is one way. That's a great resource. This risk uh, tolerance, uh, really just a questionnaire that people fill out. Uh, that's another great way to figure out where you're at uh, to make sense of this. So well, what are some other tips for people who want to build a secure retirement when a bear market looms on the horizon? Well, Tony, one of our goals at Wellington Adams is just helping our clients accomplish their income goals. And how we do that is providing access to tools that are going to help them align their risk tolerance and assets, as you just mentioned. You know, while it's important to pay attention to how the damage uh, that a bear market can inflict, it's also important to remember what happens after that bear market. You know, a lot of people, they remember the 2007 debacle. And then now that's kind of in the back of their head because since that period of time, the market's really, really done well. I mean, for example, over time, stocks are going to have a very good chance to recover those losses that they suffered during a downturn. Um, we actually uh, leave this little bit of it's uh, kind of like a, an emotional guideline that we leave with our clients when we do annual reviews. And it's just to kind of re remind them of how the actual history of markets perform in relation to what the emotionals, um, emotional responses are. Um, in a December 2017 article from Yahoo Finance, it stated that in the seven prior instances of market declines of 30% or more. So, you know, these are big hits. We're taking a, a major hit when we're talking about 30% or more. The Dow Jones Industrial Average has rebounded on average 90% in the following two years. So, I mean, if that doesn't scream out to, to the investor to just, you know, keep the emotions in check and understand that, especially if we're in a good overall financial plan, we'll be okay. I mean, I don't know what else we'll do for someone. Right. And I think that's a, that's a great point, Baron. And you guys uh, have made some good ones. Is there any other information you guys would like to share with our listeners before we have to go today? Well, Tony, I mean, a lot of very good information that we've given out today, we feel. Um, there are many things that can affect bear markets since no two investment portfolios are alike and no two bear markets are identical. Um, it really helps to work with a professional who can just help determine your proper investment strategy. At Wellington Adams, after determining the client's risk tolerance, their goals and objectives, we can carefully put together a whole encompassing plan to help meet those goals and objectives based on that client's individual needs. So we welcome all of our clients to please, if they've um, listened to the show today and they've heard anything that piques their interest, please feel free to give us a call at 855-793-2409 or visit us online at wellingtonadams.com. Thank you for listening to Financially Free with Wellington Adams. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. 
call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.